T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Obviously, a nice feeling um, to get it done before the year and not have to worry about it. So, um, it's, it was a super exciting moment. I think when I first got here, uh, I fell in love with the city. Um, it was awesome. And then, I think you look at the the group we have from uh, management down and um, kind of the core that, that we've been building. I think it was a, a pretty easy decision um, to, to want to be here long term. I got on our guys really hard uh, with about 20 so games last year and I said young is getting old and, and meaning I'm sick of hearing we're young and, and, and whatnot. These guys have gained a lot of NHL experience in game numbers and you know I think we, we need to look at that. Uh, they've been given uh, and I shouldn't say given they, because they've earned it, uh, but opportunity to grow and develop as players faster. Um, you know, we put a real premium on development, immersing in, in, in experiences to grow faster. So I do feel we have, uh, you know, even though we're young, we've gained a lot of experience that uh, we now need to make sure we're executing on gaining that experience. More youth has been secured long-term, but age is not going to play a role in excuses if the club doesn't meet expectations. And tonight, expectations begin anew. Definitely a sense of change within the organization as far as that is concerned. And the goal to get to the Stanley Cup playoffs when this year is all said and done. The 53rd season opener happens just over seven hours from now for the Sabres as they host the Rangers. We're at Key Bank Center on what will be in a tremendously special day, and we're blessed with sunshine from above, presumably thanks to RJ. Yeah, some blue skies here in downtown Buffalo, and uh, preparations are underway for what it will be a great party in the plaza. A great dedication to RJ Way here around the arena and uh, the player entrance and mm-hmm. all of that. So it is going to be a special night. Every night this year is going to be special because everybody, we're going to run into some people that will want to talk about RJ, that will want to share special moments. And it's mm-hmm. not just on night one. It's going to be throughout the whole season. Uh, but obviously this, on this day, opening the season at home and having everything around 
uh, the team being emotional with, uh, well, obviously, you know, the passing of RJ this summer, it's, it's going to be really special. RJ's family will be here tonight and obviously here this afternoon at 4 o'clock as part of the dedication of RJ Way. More on that coming up. Rasmus Dahlin is straight ahead. Owen Power takes the uh, headline last night, though, by getting a seven-year, $58.4 million contract extension. So... He's now going to be around for at least eight more years, Darlene for nine, and it goes hand-in-hand with the previous long-term deals that were committed to Samuelson and to Cousins and to Thompson. And honestly, it is, uh, it is clearly on their shoulders <laughs> as, as this group moves forward, and tonight is what for them specifically, in your opinion? Well, it's the start of something big. I, I really, they're, they're chasing the playoffs and making the playoffs is something that's always important because once you do it, then it's like, okay, we've done it, let's go. But mm-hmm. getting there the first time, right? Um, everybody's been at late night at the bars, and when you consume a few beverages and you hold on going to the bathroom, you're fine. But the first time you go to the bathroom, then you go 18 more times in the next hour. That's the same thing when it comes to the playoffs. You get to the playoffs. And then it unravels, and you keep getting to the playoffs. But getting there the first time, breaking the seal type of situation, that's, uh, that's what's happening here, and that's was, the start of this year. was not a reference I was counting on here in the first five <laughs> minutes of uh, our season opening show. Maybe that should be a T-shirt. Yeah, Let's start game the, one, break the seal break now. The seal. Yeah, well, I mean, they did so repeatedly in a very different and welcomed way last year, yeah. and that was offensively, yeah. right? And we've already seen it, Marty, through the first nine games of this NHL regular season. Scoring is over seven goals per game right now. But you are up against one of the better goal differential teams in the NHL from a season ago. A team that finished 16 points ahead of you a year ago, which was the New York Rangers. A team that features Igor Shosturkin, who is still does not have a blemish. Cream of the crop. As far as against the Sabres in regulation time. Shosturkin is 7-0-2. However, Devin Levi is also unbeaten against the New York Rangers yes. 2-0 in his young career. What a matchup we'll see tonight. His first NHL game, his first NHL win was on March 31st last season. He had just finished his, his college, collegiate career, came to Buffalo, was thrown into the fire, right? Mm-hmm. Playing the Rangers, then playing the Flyers, uh, not the Flyers, the Florida Panthers, which was one of his two losses last year, but he really looked good in his success with the Sabres at the end of last season. Obviously, uh, we expect Devin Levi to start tonight. So, um, you know, that's the way the Sabres want to start. And again, your core, because we talked power, we're going to have Rasmus Dahlin, Matthias Samuelson. That's three defensemen on, you know, that are assigned long term. You have Thompson and Cousins up front that are assigned long term, but you still can identify the core with Paterka and Quinn and guys that you still have control over yeah. for, for many years. Um, that's the hard part for Kevin Adams and his, his hockey department is identifying the core and then trusting that you're making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Right? The Sabres made those decisions with Breer and Drury and, you know, for years, and it worked, and then they decided to go in a different direction. And then the next core worked to a certain extent, but it didn't continue. And now we haven't had a chance to really have a core that was going to be successful in Buffalo. So there's a lot of pressure on that core group of players mm-hmm. because they're here for a while. And, you know, 
they're, it's up to them to get it done. Well, and complimentary to the core, of course, and still long-term is Skinner and Tuck. And, yes. and that, you know, it, it makes it all the more inviting for the youngsters to be able to follow their lead and what they've established in their careers to date. And that is by no means putting a cap on what they can do. If anything, it still looks like you can get more from Skinner and more from Tuck based on a who they're playing with, but just the dynamic, which is the philosophy that this team plays with. I can't believe I didn't mention Jeff Skinner and Alex Tuck and when I talk in the core, because for me, there's a, there's a different core. There's a core when you look at contracts mm-hmm. and you say, hey, you know, who's signed for many years and who's going to be, you know, the, the, the consistency, especially when it comes to contracts and, and salary cap and all that. Mm-hmm. But then you have veteran players. You have Kyle Postle and Zemgus Gergensen that I think, without saying they're part of the core for the long term, mm-hmm. but they're part of the, the, the nucleus that makes this team right now. Good and word. That's very Re- important. Really good word, I think, that that that. that and that's been building, and it just seems more obvious now, even though both of them had expiring contracts at the end of last season. Um, I think very quickly it was reinforced in the off season just how much all this matters. And, you know, we, we've had a lot of reinforcements of just mm-hmm. what this team means, especially when it's embarking on what it's trying to accomplish this year, but also when reflecting on its most recent past and the entirety of its past, which, of course, included RJ all along and for a long period of time included Ryan Miller. And with both those men being celebrated the way they were the last few years, along with today's group that is average age 26, I mean, the the buy-in and the feeling from the community is obvious and different, quite frankly, than what it's been the last dozen years. So all that being said, a reminder of what's coming up here this afternoon here. It's Party in the Plaza, 4 o'clock, dedication of the trailblazing sign, R.J. Way, with his family in attendance for a special ceremony along with the council members and the mayor of Buffalo. And obviously, it'll be a really significant crowd based on the fact the blue and gold carpet will welcome in the players after the unveiling of R.J. Way. And this team will make its way through the fans and into Key Bank Center. The doors are going to open at 5. Of course, the party in the plaza continues while that's happening. And we bring the party inside, and we're on the air at 6.30. And obviously, front and center once again tonight will be Rasmus Dallin. Rasmus, your sixth season opener. How different is the vibe now than when you rolled in here at age 18? Honestly, the same feeling though. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, anxious, and um, I'm excited. So, uh, same feeling. Uh, I feel like it's the same feeling every year. Do you think of okay when I step on the ice when they do player introduction? I don't want to fall. I don't want to step on uh, any wire. Like, does that go through your mind? Is that, is that why you're so worried? Not about the game. It's more about what's happening before the game. Yeah, same, same there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm looking for wires on the ice, and uh, it's usually some. Some other stuff on the ice, too, you can't uh, skate on. So, yeah. Uh, but also the game. I mean, uh, it's a tough, tough challenge today. And uh, we want to – everyone wants a good start. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit of everything. What have you seen from uh, other teams in the first couple of nights as you've watched around the NHL? What's caught your eye? That the pace is high. Yeah. Um, People are flying out there, so I'm sure it will be the same tonight. Wait, you know, do you guys talk about like the games from the night before when you come into the locker room? Do you have the TV on with the highlight shows when you you come into the locker room? Yeah, we do, uh, and I'm sure everyone in the team watches the game too because everyone is excited for the season. So 
uh, we talk about what happened yesterday, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a fun thing to do. You see, the fun thing about what happened yesterday, Duffer, and what happened in night one. Another penalty shot yesterday, yes. two and two. Yes. Um, you know, if you ever gotten a penalty shot, and they're not the Rangers or the league's not listening right at this moment, <laughs> what's your move if you get a penalty shot? Because it's different than a shootout, right? I, I think the approach is different. What's your move in a penalty shot? Uh, I have two different. Uh, either you come in on the left side or the right side, okay. uh, and then I go kind of. I come in with a lot of speed. No, I can't. I can't say okay, this. Okay, that's good. That's good. That was a test, and you yeah. pass with flying color. You're, I, the art you can of deception. come from the right yes. or the left. Maybe yeah. I'll come down yes. the middle. Like exactly. you just lay it out there. Well, there was also some significant news yesterday, and that was on the heels of your significant news earlier in the week. So now, with Owen Power locked up for almost the same length of time as uh, as you, um, just give us a sense of what that all feels like and means within the group, right? when you're about to start the season it's amazing that uh all these young uh, young guys um want to be here for a long time and love what we're doing and believe in it so um it just means that uh, we have great people in the locker room and um and i know the people too and they work really hard so i i couldn't i couldn't be more excited for the guys that have signed long term here and i'm sure we're going to do good things yeah you're you said that your brother wants to move to buffalo um like, what, what does he want to do here? Where does he like to live? Any restaurants he loves? Like you said, that's you love Buffalo, but your brother wants to move here. Yeah, because every time he comes here, he just just loves it. He tells me every time, and he I think he loves the American lifestyle: football Sunday. <laughs> uh, he, he likes to grab a beer, watch hockey. He's such a sport fan, and uh, he just enjoys the lifestyle. And uh, he loves Bacchus. Um, yep. That's his favorite. So, um, yeah, he, he just loves it here. You guys go to Bills game. Has he been to a Bills game? Has your brother been to a Bills I, game? Yeah, he's been, more, he's been to more Bills games than me, yeah. Okay, so yeah. he loves going, and he's a member of Bills Mafia, so that's good. Yeah, fun fact. We always have uh, fantasy uh, with our team, and he's, yeah. he's my GM. He runs okay. my team, and I've, I'm, I'm two-time champ now, two in a row. So <laughs> he knows his stuff. So are you the assistant GM or the, and, the and, assistant to the GM? There's a difference. I'm the owner. Okay, you're the owner. That's yeah, good. The owner. I like that. Well, given his role with that team, I wonder if that would help as far as immigration paperwork. Like, can yeah, you, can you get a work visa? Yes. For an, yes for get being... him a green card. You're two-time <laughs> champ. You get a green card. Um, how about a word on Devin Levi as he embarks on his first full NHL season? Yeah, uh, he's going to... He's going to see some challenges throughout the year. Um, he hasn't played 82 games, um, and he's going to learn. He's uh, It's his rookie year, and uh, I'm also super excited for him because he's such a great goalie and such, so pro- professional. But he, he, he's, going to be, he's going to have to find his way to play games. So you know all, all about it. Um, but, you know, the skill set and uh, his determination and motivation is is there so i'm sure it'll turn out really good well we don't want him to give up or any goalies to give up goals here with buffalo but you guys the sabers tweeted this morning the goal songs right so um first one that caught my eyes obviously jeff skinner because he's always done great with the goal song have you ever watched high school musical do you know the movie yeah that was my sister's favorite movie okay so you know the song breaking free that's jeff skinner's goal song really i mean I would never do that, but that that fits Skinner on the point. So yeah, good for him. You're more like a, a current song, right? Kendrick Lamar is your song. Yeah, this that's year? yeah. I picked it this morning. I have, I have trouble 
finding a song the whole summer, so uh, I just picked some something. It might change. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know what? If you score five goals in five games, like then you I did, won't then, change it. Then right. you won't change it. No, you'll just keep like it. last year. Yeah. Now, as far as um, your partner for tonight, we expect Matias Samuelson. Just uh, give us a quick sense of of reuniting, but also knowing that the group is different than a year ago. Yeah. I mean, me and Sammy have such a good relationship on and off the ice and we on the ice we know exactly where we are and um we kind of play the same style of hockey and um he takes care of his side of the game i take care of my side so we complement each other very well and um yeah i i love playing with sammy what about the power play i watched a little bit of practice yesterday you guys were working on the power play um is there i, I mean Tage Thompson has the big bomb, right? But we saw in training camp in preseason games, Jeff Skinner can also have the one-timer, and you use the bumper a lot. So is there new wrinkles to the power play, or it's just evolving from last year to this year? Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the year, uh, everything worked out, worked out great because no one really knew that Tomer had a absolute bomb. Yeah. So people are more aware now. And uh, we've done some, some different stuff now that we can – uh, adjust if uh, people are just standing on Tomer. Uh, I'll, I'll be more as a threat, and uh, same with all the other four guys. So um, you know, it comes uh, it comes with time. You got to learn, and um, yeah, we gotta we gotta change some things sometimes. Like, Russ, yeah, no, go good ahead. luck this season. We'll see you at four o'clock in the blue and gold carpet uh, out at RJ. You have your outfit picked already? Uh, yes. Okay, good. All right, thank you. <laughs> Rasmus Dahlin and company will be seen next walking the blue and gold carpet, and that happens just after 4 p.m., of course, kicking off things in Alumni Plaza, the unveiling of the Rick Jenneret trailblazing sign, and that happens near the corner of Illinois and Perry, and what a way to launch into this season. Obviously bittersweet with the passing of RJ, but to know that his family will be here today, they'll be honored along with him with a special ceremonial puck drop and tribute to RJ before the opening face-off tonight. But with the blue and gold carpet and the players making their way through, it's all part of the party in the plaza. Uh, RJ Way signs will be given to uh, everybody coming into the building tonight. We've got Mayday Buffalo performing in Alumni Plaza during, you know, kind of the happy hour period. We'll have alumni on stage doing some interviews with them. And the first 5,000 in Alumni Plaza tonight will get a Let's Go Buffalo rally towel. So, I mean, this is all kind of customary. A lot of it is customary stuff that you, you always sense and feel on opening night. But then there's just there's just more to it tonight. And it never will become more pronounced than celebrating RJ. Yeah, I mean, this is the key. And uh, every new season opener, and you look around the National Hockey League, there's a buzz. You follow teams yes. on their social media, and they do a great job with the players' entrance and taking pictures. And Vegas did a great job the other night. Uh, we discussed that yesterday, but they... Uh, you know, but I think here in Buffalo, there's something special, and there's a, a community feeling to those events. It's not just, hey, let's have, you know, spotlights and let's make it big. It's about let's make it for the fans. Let's make it for the community. Let's attach something that's important to everyone here in Western New York when we do events like this. And I'm peeking outside the right window over there, and I see the, 
the blue and gold carpet. It, it's, it looks fantastic. Yeah. The players are going to be right next to the stage when they come in. The fans are going to flood Alumni Plaza. And obviously, RJ is going to be on everybody's mind, which is uh, very important on a day like today. 53rd season opener coming up tonight as Buffalo hosts the New York Rangers. They have improved in recent years as far as getting points off of the Rangers. They did win the last two in the season series. You know, it took until game 65 yeah, last year play. before Buffalo and New York actually met, and then they mm-hmm. played three times down the stretch in which the Sabres went 2-0-1, Rangers went 1-0-2. So, yeah, three-point games. You try to avoid them if possible, within the conference. However, you gladly take them on nights you're not at your best. I'm not expecting that this evening, but uh, we've already seen four of five teams in the Atlantic Division that have played their first games pick up points. So you know how daunting the challenge is to do what you're trying to live up to, and that is get back to the playoffs this year. So quickly, before we take a break, because we will have Dreger, Darren, that is, at the bottom of the hour for a quick run-through of how the NHL season has has begun. Um, He's coming up shortly. As it pertains to the lineup, morning skate today. No changes from what we've seen the last couple of days. But it is, again, Zach Benson. Like, I can't believe we're 20 minutes in here, and, and Benson is this far down as far as our urgency to talk about an 18-year-old scoring well, winger. I'll tell you what the urgency for me to talk about Zach Benson was. And it's not about the lines. The lines are Thompson in between Skinner and Tuck, Cousins with Paterka and Olofsson, Middlestad, Greenway, Benson, and Krebs, Oposo, Gergensen. So the lines are what we expected the last few days. But it's the power plays, right? Mm-hmm. We talked to Dowling about he has power play one, let's call it this way, which is basically Thompson, Skinner, Tuck with Cousins and Darlene. But on power play two, you've got Benson in the middle of the ice on the bumper, right? Yeah. And it's J.J. Paterka who's in the front of the net. There's some young bodies there. I mean, Casey Millistat is out there and saying, I'm the veteran over here. He's still a young buck. Owen Powers at the blue line yeah. as the quarterback and- there. So that to me is... That's why it's so fun mm-hmm. to see new new players and young players enter the game because they give you this, this new approach. And now the Sabres have a young second power play to throw out there. To me, it's – I can't say it's the most significant development, but it's real close. When you, when you rewind a few years, the now depth of the second power play unit – it is startling. Well, two and years ago, Caliposo did great on the power play, but you know what? That's, let's open the door for somebody else to walk into that door. Yeah, and Kyle walked into it in the preseason in his first game and picked up three points. Yes, I exactly. mean, like, but it's, it's, again, it's philosophical in nature. It's team approach. It's aggressiveness. But I think more than anything, what we saw in the preseason was creativity and different structure within those power play units. And keep in mind, it's most often going to be Darlene's unit, but... That group of players, specifically Jeff Skinner and Tage Thompson, Mm -hmm. they draw a lot of penalties. When you draw, it means you're on the ice right before the power play starts. So sometimes you're not starting the power play, which to me puts the onus on the second unit to give you a fighting chance when those power plays begin. And I love the way this second unit is constructed right now. Did you know that since he entered the NHL, Jeff Skinner, in the year 2010-2011, where do you think he ranks in penalties drawn? Oh, he's got to be top or close to the top. Second. Yeah. Can you guess the one player? He resides out west. 
in Canada that leads in penalties drawn. Since Jeff Skinner entered the league? 2010. Oh, boy. Uh, he won a cup. He won a cup out But west. not with the team he's with now. I don't know. Nazem Kadri. Oh, yeah. I and it's close. Both of them have drawn more than 400 penalties. I was They've taken it. a lot of penalties, too. They have. A lot of coincidental well, that's minors. The, hey, we, we let Rasmus off the hook here. He has taken a lot of minors. That has been yeah. that has been one interesting thing. I wasn't going to bring it up. Of course but. you weren't. You're you're more worried about <laughs> fantasy football and getting some insider tips. But it is it is really worth noting just how best players, top players, are guys that draw penalties. But therefore, you need that secondary unit yeah. on the power play. So it is really important. And you talk about like when do the power plays happen? You take a power. You t- the other team takes a penalty. There's a commercial break. Okay, you can rest Thompson and yes. get him to go. Yeah. But that doesn't always fall like that. So you're right. Maybe they need to start 30 seconds. And, and the first 30 to 40 seconds of a power play is so important mm-hmm. because it sets the tempo. It sets the motions, right, as to maybe you're going to get a few go- good scoring chances. You, I know momentum is a word that's being thrown out there, but I really feel the first 30 seconds of a power play sets up your full two minutes. So if you have your second unit starting, mm-hmm. they need to be really on top of their game and i like the talent that's on there yes and i mean in a perfect scenario you either get the quick strike goal but you might also have the opportunity to change on the fly and hem in an extended penalty kill right or the other team has their top power penalty kill unit going out first yes and then you have thompson come in second and maybe can yeah expose a second penalty kill unit for the uh, new york rangers tonight a lot of variables at play obviously the rangers are a disciplined team but they are different in one significant way and that is their coach. coaching staff this year. Peter Laviolette is the head man. Phil Housley is an associate. Michael Peck is an assistant. And there is a distinct Buffalo connection, obviously, to that Rangers coaching staff. We'll dive in a little bit more on the matchup as we continue here, Sabres Live. It's opening night at KeyBank Center. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Puck drops just after 7, after we honor RJ. In, well, outside and inside this evening as we make our way to game one of 82. Darren Dreger from TSN is coming up next on Sabres Live.
back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Yes, we are, and we are at KeyBank Center, and we have been inviting you down all day to be here at 4 o'clock for the party in the plaza and the unveiling of R.J. Way. And, of course, we want you to be involved in the game night experience, whether you're here tonight or at home, because you can take part in the 50-50 raffle. Yes. We have well established that. That is a $100,000 guaranteed jackpot tonight. And, as importantly, because everybody likes a second chance, Secondary prizes tonight, including a team-signed R.J. jersey, a team-signed R.J. sign, a team-signed stick, and team-signed helmet. So all that being said, all the more reason to be excited about opening night here in Buffalo as the Sabres take on the Rangers. And with us from TSN is Darren Dreger. Hi, Dregs. How are you? Oh, I don't know that we have the sound. No, Darren doesn't look like he's responding to us too well. But... I think he's doing that on purpose. He just wants to, like, just make us wait, keep us guessing on this uh, game day. What are, you, what are you guessing about the most when you look at both sides tonight? Of the, the, the game tonight? Yeah. The offense. Like, yeah. I think this is going to be an offense-filled type of game. I look at the Rangers and the way they've got their set up, mm-hmm. um, and the Sabres, the way they play. I think, you know, we've seen a lot of offense in the start of the season and, and two nights now. I think this game tonight could be fireworks, could be a 6-5, a 5-4 type of game. Um, that's really my crystal ball when it comes to tonight. And then how does that impact the two netminders? Well, it, it, you can still because give up four Because we saw, remember the 7-6 well. game last year, Buffalo over Detroit? Yeah. And... He, you would never have known with Levi that that's how it rolled, No, right? absolutely. And I, I think when you look around the league, the, you can still have a great game and, and win a game 5-4. To me, that's how do you make the saves when it matters? Are you engaged in the game? Are they good goals? Like Jacob Marks from last night mm-hmm. gave up three goals in a 5-4. Well, the five, first three, one was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> His team is up one nothing. You're thinking, okay, good start. Yep. And he gives up a terrible goal to Cal Connor, walks in, a wrist shot from... 47 feet out mm-hmm. and it beats him under the arm and then at the end of the night all that everybody's talking about is how good jacob markstrom was yeah. in the game absolutely but he gave up a terrible goal so mm-hmm. how do you make a difference in the game regardless of how many goals you give up darren drager with us from tsn Dregs, what's your big story through the first couple of nights of this nhl regular season oh boy i mean it's it's hard to look beyond connor bedard isn't it um you know i watched him in back-to-back games i watched him versus pittsburgh and you know that had to be a little bit jarring for him going head to head with uh with Sidney crosby and then again against uh, the boston bruins last night and he scores his first nhl goal and hard to overlook you know everything that's built around connor bedard but uh that that i've watched pretty closely I did not see the Vancouver Canucks humiliating the Edmonton Oilers in the fashion that they did last night. And then uh, the Toronto-Montreal game was just wild from beginning to end. So for the most part, I would say the first few days of the regular season have been largely entertaining. Dregs, goals were up last year. Safe percentage was down to a long time low at 906 on average around the national hockey league what we saw last night is the oilers struggling in that like the leave samsonov did not look great in that either jake allen neither with the canadians um you know there's some goaltending storylines going on right now should we start putting heat on some of those goalies (laughs) right away like it's game one but 
Um, <laughs> goalies were the talk of the summer with the amount of teams that carry three and all of that. Yeah. Like, should there be some heat on some of those goalies? Well, at least some question marks, Marty. I think that's fair. And, you know, when you, again, when you, when you see the score sheet of that Oilers Canucks game and you see that Jack Campbell started, gave up four, got the hook, and then Skinner comes in, gives up four, and, and they lose eight to one, you're like, well, <laughs> excuse me, there must have been a goalie issue. There really wasn't. I mean, they were part of the problem, obviously, but it was Connor McDavid all the way through. What I've heard in the last couple of days is just rumblings. It's too early. For there to be a, a goalie panic with certain clubs around the league. Um, some wondering if Cam Talbot can stay healthy and can stay in form with LA. You know, is Columbus good enough? Might Colorado be in the market? But some of these other teams that you mentioned, yeah, they could be in play as well. Toronto most definitely doesn't want to think about that. And Montreal already has three. So I wouldn't look at those two teams, but we'll see if some of the contenders step up. Sorry, I couldn't contain my chuckling there. I may have group texted about Talbot's uh, season debut last night. Um, but as far <laughs> as, uh, you know, the, I, and I'm not going to say I'm surprised because I've known both of you long enough. But oh. I can say I'm disappointed that you didn't stay up like I did to watch the full-on crushing of the Oilers by Vancouver. That was actually I stayed up. Tremendous. I was up until the, the buzzer. I was wide awake. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't. And I, I missed Thatcher Demko leaving the game. So Mike Zeisberger, big Z from NHL.com, he comes into me and he goes, what happened to Demko last night? Like, I had no idea. Yeah, now I read that he uh, got sick. And he I, has, I, but yeah, anyway, I, I, it was, I was I, long t- turned off. I thought the question from Zai's to you, Marty, would be, have you ever puked in your mask as uh, Rick talking explained <laughs> very descriptively I post-game? Like, drags. was it not enough to just say, ah, oh. he had the flu, so he had to, you know, like, come on. I, Bodily I, functions I dominating the Sabres live. I, Season I kickoff still edition. remember, like it was yesterday, unfortunately, that happened to me in a game in Chicago with the uh. Flyers. Uh, but uh, it was I didn't come out of the game. I actually played the full game after that, so way me, right? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, not the talking point that uh, we necessarily needed or wanted at this Breaking point. Breaking the seal I know. and it up in your I mask. Know. That's the story of the show today. I know. <laughs> um, Dregs, there is, there is a pretty significant story off the ice right now, though, and that is um, – <clears throat> It's multi-layered, obviously, um, but has drawn significant attention, and rightfully so, this week with the league's decision to ban Pride Tape. Um, right. What are you hearing on this from, my gosh, I mean, people you know within the game and have known for almost 50 years, uh, yeah. let alone, uh, you know, fr- anything from the league, but specifically from the players, stance at this point yeah well and then you nailed it there duffer that that's what teams are talking about they want to make sure that their players understand um and they also want to listen to what their players want to do moving forward uh from afar it definitely reads like a knee jerk right so you had a a a small percentage of players who just didn't want to participate in pride night did not want to wear the the jerseys in warm-up all of that um, so we in the media grab hold of that and it becomes an enormous story and we get the reaction, the feedback from the community. 
Um, and you can appreciate and fully support the uproar, but it's a small percentage of players. And, and I think the messaging is, well, why is the NHL, why is the Players Association focused on the small percentage instead of the big percentage that openly supports and is proud to support the community? Um, so th- that's where there's a little bit of a disconnect, I would say, between the dressing rooms across the National Hockey League, the National Hockey League head office, and to some degree, the Players Association as well, but also lost in the messaging because it was so blunt. I mean, we're talking about pride tape here, for heaven's sake, um, because it was so cut and dried. You know, what What kind of got overlooked here is the fact that the NHL, and, and by the way, they have the full player support. And I'm not talking about the Players Association. I'm talking about players who are more than willing to do more. But unfortunately, it has to be more outside of a practice or a game. But the players still are going to do that. They're going to openly support the Pride Nights and the special events and the Cancer Nights and the military evenings and all of that away from the uh, rink. So the players are are all invested. They want to do more to, to raise awareness around these special events. It's just unfortunate that the National Hockey League, and again, by extension, the Players Association, doesn't want to embrace the player in game, either, you know, in the regular season or during practice. And that's too bad. I understand that the players association has to obviously kind of look at their whole membership, 700 players. And some of them, as you mentioned, did not want to participate last year, but are they just burying their heads in the sand right now? And as a former player, I mean, the league can make whatever decisions they want. The players, we can make decisions ourselves. And if there's 600 or 500 or 699 players out of 700 that say, hey, we're going to do something, uh, isn't the responsibility of the PA to to step up to the plate now and and formulate a response? Yeah, uh, and, and they have been eerily quiet through all of this. I think that's an absolute fair point. And, and the backlash has been has been understandable, and whether it's been sufficient or not isn't for me to say, uh, but the Players Association does have to step up. I'm going to make a, an odd comparison, and, and I'm going to bring it back into the arena if I can. You know, historically, we've kind of raised the issue on occasion, but haven't made a big deal of it. The Players Association, of course, by design, has no problem going into a hearing, as an example, right? One player hits another player from behind, the player hit from behind is injured and he's out long term, you know. So the Players Association goes into that environment and defends the player who hit the player and injured the player and, and doesn't have a problem with it because, well, that's part of the wing of what the Players Association can do. So in this case, um, I, I just I don't understand why the Players Association has essentially conceded to the minority instead of supporting the majority but we need to hear from marty walsh and the players association we haven't heard from them yet agreed would look forward to more clarity on that anything else from around the uh, league marty? Yeah, well from around the league it may be more saber specific um owen power just signed his uh, seven-year extension and uh, yeah. um, i didn't think it was going to happen because dalene signed his eight-year extension <laughs> and i thought maybe both of them were going to be announced together what happened right. between dalene signing and then power signing that it rushed to you know, basically put pen to paper. Yeah, well, what happened was the Buffalo Sabres decided that they could no longer hold up on an eight-year extension and 
you know, went to the player and said, okay, you want seven years, we'll give you seven years. And that was, that was ultimately the sticking point. There, there, there'd always been good dialogue between Kevin Adams and Pat Brisson on Owen Power. It, it just, it had quieted, I would say, over the last three weeks. Again, it's not like either side just said, okay, we're done talking. We're not doing it anymore. That wasn't it, but it had more or less been pushed to the back burner. And maybe it was because Kevin Adams was making the progress that he needed to make on, on Darlene to get that done. Mm -hmm. But I was told that arguably in the last 24 hours, Buffalo came back to CAA hockey and said, okay, we're not worried about eight years. Let's do seven years. And it got done just like that. It's impressive, uh, but we talk about it all the time. So is it as impressive to those outside of this Western New York market? Uh, the work that's been done, I think it is. I think it is. You know, I yeah. look, I mean, th there are two clubs that have got a mountain of work done in a short period of time. One of them, of course, being Buffalo, you know, getting Dulling, getting own power done. And the other is, is an obvious one as well that I think shocked a lot of people. And that was the Winnipeg Jets finding a way to keep both Connor yeah. Hellebuck and Mark Shifley. But, you know, this is what managers do, right? And both Kevin Adams and Kevin Shoveldayoff approached those negotiations similarly they they met face to face and marty maybe you can step in on this whether that matters to you or not i don't know if, if you had face-to-face -face meetings during negotiations um in your day with the general manager but look and i want to paint the picture it's not like kevin adams who had multiple face-to-face -face meetings with darlene is sitting there going okay well is it gonna take seven years at 11 million you don't know no, he's not negotiating terms in dollar but what he is doing is making sure that their visions align and that darlene knows owen power know exactly what the intent is for the next five seven ten years so you get the buy-in from the player and you're doing that while you're also negotiating, obviously, with the player agent. And Chevrolet up did the same thing with Hellebuck and Shifley. So it's old school. It's an old school face-to-face -face human touch approach. But with these two clubs, I think it worked to secure four very good players. Dregs, 23 years ago, I was not in training camp and I missed the start of the regular season because I was holding out for a new contract. Me, my agent yeah. at the time, Gilles Lupien, and Darcy Regeer met multiple times. One of those times was at a Chili's on Niagara Falls Boulevard <laughs> here in Buffalo. People will remember that place. I had the baby back ribs, and I was writing numbers on a napkin trying to get the deal done. It didn't get done. It took a month. But, hey, we met face-to-face -face at the local restaurant. Pick a better restaurant would be the moral of the story. Well, we wanted to go somewhere sure. where it was quiet. <laughs> That was awesome. That's fantastic. All right, Dregs, we got a bit of do. We got a game to uh, tackle here tonight. Yeah. Thank you as always, and uh, we'll see you next week. There he is, Darren Dreger from TSN. We'll wrap Sabres Live right after this. Sabres Live, presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. 53rd season opener for the Buffalo Sabres tonight. Yes. Would have been 54 had we not lost the 05-06, or pardon me, the 04-05 season. Yes. And then had we had that, it would have lined up perfectly with the birthday today. 54-year-old Dwayne Rollison, I ask you this, has there ever been a Sabre who's thought of in higher regard who played so few games for this team. 
He appeared 32 times for the Sabres and four more times in the playoffs. But? But you, I know. But the first two games of the conference finals yeah, in 1999 in Toronto, game one, he won the game. Game two, they lost, but still yeah. allowed Dominic Asik to come back in game three. Amazing. Roly the goalie, great nickname, great guy. And not the like original Roly the goalie. He didn't like me very much, though, because in 99-2000, I came He's in one of a handful. Took his job. But then, yeah. then we re-met know, in Long that's Island. Right. That's why he ended up with only 32 games exactly. played Exactly. But you. then we met again in Long Island, and now we both love each other. And happy, so I'm again in uh, Nashville this summer. Ha- yes, happy 54th to uh, Dwayne today. Uh, what are you – give me an um, unlikely hero tonight for the Sabres as they take on the Rangers. Jordan Greenway. Dude, that was my morning skate guy. I was thinking the same thing. I thought he had a really good camp, and we didn't see Jordan Greenway at his best last year. He comes in from the trade. This, this has started already, and it's night it's, one. It's night one, and I oh think uh, I want to see him with Benson and Millstatch, which I think is going to be a bit of a wild card. Sometimes yeah. they'll be good, sometimes they won't be, but I think Jordan Greenway could be. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. That unlikely hero. I don't know what his goal song is. I didn't write it down, though. That's okay. There needs to be a certain element of surprise. At least that's what I believe when you go into things. So while there is always access to information and information overload, sometimes I just try to gently press the brakes, let it come to you, as opposed to just blurting it all out there. And, uh, you know, tonight we we begin anew uh, after a, a little later puck drop tonight to not only introduce the team, but to pay tribute to RJ beforehand. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be very uh, special, obviously. But I did write some of the goal songs that I'm looking forward to Yes, hear. please. Right, obviously, Skinner, Breaking Free, High School Musical is going to be great. Connor Clifton, I Want to Rock, Twisted Sister. Like, I, that's going to be awesome. Um, do we have to go yet? No, we still have a few no, minutes. No, I was just rocking um, out. Oh. Zach Benson, undefeated. Charlie on Friday. That's like kind of a young song, party song type thing. I listened to it. Obviously, the old uh, classic, uh, uh, Olufsen with uh, ABBA mm-hmm. and Tage Thompson with Fishing in the Dark, which we heard about 100 times this summer at the draft in Nashville. Yeah, did you ever get reimbursed for that? No. Because we had to pay. I don't think I have my, uh, my receipts. That's, I don't think when you tip, you get a receipt. It's one of those out-of-pocket expenses that uh, that you just have to bid farewell to and chalk it up. As, I got uh, videos of all the fishing yes, in the darks did. that we heard in Nashville. And when Tate scores, yeah. I may play one on social media every time. So it is uh, a Greenway impact, we believe, uh, up front tonight. What are you most intrigued about when it comes to the blue line, which was A, if not the, point of emphasis when free agency began um well obviously it has changed on the blue line because samuelson is playing with dallin again not the plan at the start of training camp when mm-hmm. connor clifton was with rest or was it well maybe it was kind of like benson with thompson and skinner and then it changed back to tuck mm-hmm. but the biggest thing for me is henry yoki are you because as it's laid out right now he's in the top four i top six is the top six whatever mm-hmm. he had a really good camp so i'm looking at henry yoki are you as the guy that maybe can take a big step forward well, I mean, you know, you and I were um, projecting 
the blue line and its overall point totals a while back. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened in the ensuing pregame or preseason game that night, but I never did quite revisit the topic. I have very high aspirations offensively for this group, yeah. perhaps higher than some. But what my research led me to find was that, like anything, there is no formula for success. No. But even as good as the Vegas Golden Knights defense is, they weren't the highest scoring. They were kind of middle of the pack, and I think, obviously, the Sabres can be just that. We'll see you tonight, folks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.